Well, the message the Lord gave to me was large and in charge. Large and in charge. And, you know, it's interesting because um, life is a marathon, right? Life is a marathon. And um, that means there's a lot going on that could be exhausting, that could be draining, um, that could be disempowering, that could cut you off of the knees. And it's over a prolonged period of time, right? It's a prolonged period of time. And... um, See, this is why we're going from grace to grace and glory to glory. Why? Because we need constant infilling. This is why you come back every week, right? I mean, I hope it's not to check it off the list. Because if that's all that is, um, you might as well stay home and, you know, warm the couch. Um, but, um, but there's something for you here. There's something for you. And I feel like for some of us, what that is, you don't even know what it is. But you're showing up faithfully. And there's been deposits because God is always faithful to deposit. He's a depositor. He has endless resource. And he knows exactly what to deposit. And sometimes, you know, I I don't know if I'm sure you've run into this. It's like the situation has come up and you have no idea really how to respond to that situation, right? And you're like, wow, that's a new one. Okay. Um, And then it kind of comes up inside of you, you know what to do. And that came because of the deposits that have been going, sometimes unknowingly, because you've been doing the things that allow God to release his goodness, to allow God to have a repository of his goodness that you can pull up, that you can pull up. You know, many of us have been, um, felt like we needed to, because we're kind of heading, you know, when you're pioneering work, okay, that means there isn't a map. That means you got a compass, and you're like, okay, me and Jesus, my little compass. <laughs> and, um, and, and it's a work of dependency. So we've been praying in the spirit. I know the Rethink team has been doing that faithfully. Shalise has been doing that. I've been doing that. I hope a lot of you have been doing that, but regularly, just really doing that an hour a day, not because we're trying to be religious and we're trying to, but because, honestly, we are needing wisdom and revelation that we don't got and it's got to come from somewhere and honestly if we were that smart we would have already gotten it done and but the truth is god is just that smart he knows exactly what he's doing and he knows how to get us there from here and that's a word for you too because i know a lot of you have been kind of wandering there's been kind of a wilderness and it's it's painful wandering's painful like who's anybody out there other than me Thank, thank, oh, we got a lot of hands on that one. Okay. Wandering is painful. So, which means how to get out of that place of wandering. Um, there's something number one that needs to be done in us. Okay. Um, but there's something and a direction and a guiding that the Lord is able to do as well. So it's kind of like a one, two punch. There's something he's doing in us. So what is that in that place? So what do I need to wander out? Do I need to wander out my unbelief? Do I need to wander out a sense of inferiority? Do I need to wander out this um, chip I have on my shoulder? I don't know what it is that I need to do, wander out. There's something I need to wander out of my system and leave it behind as I wander. But there's also direction. That is required. And the truth is, we are not going to get there any other way. We're not going to get there any way but supernaturally. Because we have a lot of smart people. We have a lot of, we have a lot of incredibly smart and incredibly gifted people. Okay? 
but we're not that smart, not that gifted, apart from it. As a matter of fact, a lot of times what he'll do, if you're smart and gifted and have been used to kind of coasting on your smart and your gift, um, he'll suddenly make you really stupid. It's a Holy Ghost stupid. Like, I, I, can't, I can't think my way out of a bag. Okay? Um, you know, and um, he'll do that because he wants us dependent. Say, say we got there, like in our own smarts. We figured it out. We did our five-year plan and our, you know, how to get there from here and our marketing strategy and our whatever strategy. And we had, we had it all lined up. We had the teams lined up and the, and the action plans and all that stuff. We got, we figured it all out in our own smarts because we're so dang smart. And, um, and we got there. Suddenly we're there in our own smarts and trying to maintain that puppy and trying to grow that puppy. It's not going to happen in our own smarts. So suddenly we'd have to backtrack and start to get dependent on God again because he's not going to let us go any further. Why? Guess who's going to get the glory? Because if we could do it in our own smarts, we'd be getting the glory. Dang, I'm smart. Look at that smartness that he's right there. And um, God's going to get the glory. Why? Because it's his to do. And so if we kind of have to look stupid and clueless for a while as stupid, clueless little kids that have a ridiculous call, a ridiculously big, impossible call, and we suddenly get there from here, guess who gets the credit? Thank you, Jesus. And we get all the benefit. And that's true with every era of our lives. It's not just about the church call. It's not just about individual call. It's about your finances. It's about your relationships. It's about your kids. It's about everything there is to do because there's no place that he wants us unengaged and not dependent. Like suddenly I arrived, and let me just say this, what worked... Last year is probably not going to work this year. When I shaka shaka bammed it and did whatever and, oh, okay, so I'm going to fast and pray. It's going to work. This is how it's going to work. Well, you know, he's going to totally unhitch that because this year it's going to be all about something else. Maybe it'll be about TV dinners. I don't know. Actually, that's, they don't even have those anymore, do they? Okay, anyway, whatever. I'm dating myself. It's okay. It'll be about why? Because we're called to be dependent. Yes, Robert. Say, praise Jesus. Awesome. Thank you for contributing. Um, awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. It's his birthday tomorrow, by the way. So feel free to. Yes, it's going to be 12. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, two, real quick, Robert. Uh, if you jump in my pose, you must wear your boots. Awesome. It's my birthday. Give me presents. All right, a self-promo, self-promo. There's wisdom right there. There's a prophetic picture in there. I don't know what it is, but there's a prophetic picture. Thank you for contributing. Awesome. Okay, good job, Betty. Um, no, I'm totally rattled. Oh, okay, we're talking about, we're talking about large and in charge. We're talking about um, allowing the Lord to stretch us to operate in a different way because the old ways of operating that we got comfortable in um, are, are going to be confused because we're not going to disconnect from dependency. And let me tell you, um, sometimes being dependent doesn't look very sexy. I like to use that word because it, I like to use it in church because it's fun. It kind of unhitches that religious spirit a little bit right there. 
You know, it doesn't look like you have your act all together. It doesn't look like you're the woman of God or the, the man of God and you have it all. It's just come to me because I've got this thing figured out. No, it looks like I'm pretty stupid and clueless and I'm really depending on the Lord. But let me say there's an anointing and a space that he will fill in that that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous because what can you do with someone who's totally depending on him? Who is totally depending on him? Even in small things. Now, you know, he'll probably let you pick out your wardrobe in the morning unless he's doing a wardrobe thingy with you, and that's okay, too. He'll probably let you decide if you want eggs or bacon. He'll probably let you decide that. So we don't need to get weird. I mean, we already are weird, okay. But there's a weirdness that in terms of religious weirdness where it's like, oh, my God, do I itch my nose on the right or do I itch Jesus give me a sign? We don't need to get weird that way. But I will say he's not going to let us off the hook with this dependency thing. And, you know, dependency is only uncomfortable when you're having a hard time trusting the one you're dependent on. You see, if you had a capricious, that means changing, will-o'-the-wisp daddy who wasn't quite sure if he liked you yet, and if he'd done enough good things to sit there and reward you and take care of you, that might be really scary. But that's not what you have. You've got a God who loved you and gave himself up for you. He was saying, you know what, I, I, it's not enough for me just to love you, but I've got to, I've got to give myself up for you. And, you know, he's, he hasn't stopped doing that. I mean, he may have sat down and all that kind of stuff, but, you know, there's, there, 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 there's treasure troves in him that we have no clue about and that he's wanting to release in Jesus' name. Chris, would you uh, throw your hand on? Thank you. Can you just break that thing off in Jesus' name? Thank you, Papa. Um, and he wants you to access those. He wants you to siphon off of those things because we have seen nothing yet. And let me see, we've seen awesome things. Come on, we just had a testimony, cancer gone in Jesus' name. But I mean, let me just say that we have seen nothing yet, but it's going to be because we are dependent. We are dependent. Children that are dependent allow their parents to do ridiculous things for them, right? Ridiculous. And he looks like he's spoiled. He wants to spoil a lot of you. I hate to say this, but I mean, he wants to dote on you. He wants to pour out. He's like, can you handle it? If I give you obscene wealth, can you handle that? Because someone's going to be really mad at you about that. Someone's going to accuse you of something yucky. Can you handle that? Can you handle your youth renewed? Can you handle ridiculous influence? Can you handle it? And so, um, you know, he, he's stretching us. He's stretching us. You know, I, I, I get the, um, the privilege of really hearing very intimate things about people's lives and what God is doing and, you know, just the areas of struggle, the areas of pain and things like that and really how, the, how God is responding to that. And it's breathtaking. It's breathtaking. And where he's taking people, you know, there, there are things um, that he has planned for you that you have no, no clue about. You know, I mean, I have, so, I have things in my life, and I don't want to really take a hold, but I will say this about me. 
you know, one of the things where he's taking me is business. And I will say this, I had no interest. In, as a matter of fact, I kind of looked down on it because it was all about the money thing and I was so above that. I'm just being real. You can pray for me. You really, please pray for me. I'm asking for prayer. But I'm just saying, and I've really had to repent of that because he's taken me in that direction. Why? Because we've got to fund the church. We've got to fund the church. And ministry doesn't just happen in the, in the four walls or in our little outreaches or in our conferences or when we're praying, right? Ministry happens everywhere, and it needs to be funded. It needs to be funded. So there's something in that. I, I don't really get it because I've never seen myself that way. But he's like, oh, girl, just, just, just stick with me. We're, I'll get you there. He's really good at doing that, right? Because it's a whole identity shift. You know, I can do the minister thing. I can do a lot of things. But that was not one that was like kind of out of the blue. He's got a lot of that. He's got a lot of things where you're going to need to change not only how you see him, but how you see you. And a lot of his ministry is going to be how he sees you because he says, I'm large and I'm in charge. And I know me, but I need you to know you. See, and you're so much greater than you think you are. You know, and, 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 and you look at people and the struggle is throughout their lives trying to feel like they're significant. Like, what is my purpose? Oh, my God, your purpose looks bigger than mine. You know, and you're like, we're having purpose envy. <laughs> right? Because we get insecure and we somehow think our purpose is like, well, that was the second tier you must not like me very much. And I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying we're having people, I mean, and you look in the world and just all the struggle we have is so much about that. They're trying to be significant and trying to feel powerful and trying to feel like I matter, trying to feel like I'm making a difference, trying to feel like I get mine. And I'm just saying you're so much more, but it's going to take a shift. It's going to take a dependency because he's so huge and he's so in charge with your life and he's so in charge with the entire cosmos that it's going to take you encountering the next version of you because he's got an upgrade. Because right now where you're at can't handle where he wants to take you. So that means it's an upgrade. See, this is why you're feeling so dang stretched. And you're like... I just got through the last season, Jesus, you really want to, I thought kind of my stretcher broke on the way and you're already on to the next thing. Why? Because he's got a lot to do and he's got to get us here from there. And honestly, if you couldn't handle it, he wouldn't be allowing it to happen. And not all those circumstances, let us just be really clear that are stretching you or from him. But you know, he is a, he takes advantage of every opportunity, Right. So when cancer came along and, and Deb's son's life and John's life, right, he took an opportunity. And it's a, right? But you know what? He doesn't let you off the hook in the stretcher button. And I don't care how far along in your, like, ministry or whatever, uh, you get, he will never stop. Why? Because we're being conformed to the image of Christ. And your flavor of the image of Christ has not been realized yet, and neither is mine. So we really need to buckle in and just realize that's what life is. And we need to quit whining. I said that tonight. I said that. Dang it. I need to quit whining and complaining. I'll say that. And we need to embrace the stretch. 
Okay, now God knows when to kind of let off the pressure, give you a little break, give you some summons that you think like somehow you've arrived at something. <laughs> uh, before he pops that balloon and we're just on to the next thing and it is okay. But uh, I, I feel like the word, because he is so large and he is so in charge and he's such a good daddy and he's so intimate. He knows exactly how far he can stretch you and you to be able to stand it. Now, sometimes it feels like you're dying. Anybody? Like I'm dying. I am dying. Right. I am stinking dying. Thank you, Jesus. And, and a part of you really is. That, that's not, you're not, you're not like crazy. You really are. So that's Christ and you can be manifested. Because let me say this, dead doesn't hurt. Dying hurts. Dying hurts. Ow. We'll just die already. I'm just saying, if you will give yourself to that process and just say, okay, I guess ding, 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 this is what it is. And actually, this is from you. And I don't need to rebuke it. And I don't need to resist it. Actually, this part, that may be from the devil. So we're not submitting to that. But I'm going to submit to this part. Why, ow, this hurts. But this is, there's you and the ow. Because after the hour, there's something brilliant. There's something amazing. There's something that you can hang your hat on for the rest of your life. And you will be drawing on that and drawing on that and drawing on that and redrawing on that. You get big bucks. You get a big buck. For, you get a big gain for your pain. And the, the gain isn't, that can't be taken away from you. So, you know, my prayer is just for discernment. Like, what do I submit to and what do I resist? Because, you know, a lot of us are really resisting God thinking it's the devil. And I will say if, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, if you got to push the baby out, we'll just start pushing already. You know what I mean? I mean, I know it hurts, but I'm just saying there's, there's something into leaning into that and cooperating to, with that and yielding to that and saying, okay, I'm going to throw my back into that because that's what you're doing. You're in that. And, you know, this is a gift on this house is to help people see that. Because honestly, when you're under it, sometimes you have no idea what's the devil, what's Jesus. It just feels like yuck. Okay? And this is why it's really helpful to have people come alongside you and just kind of help you with that. It's like, no, honey, this part, that's the devil. But that is totally God. Because I will say, the devil part is like this. And God's part is like this. Because he's large and he's in charge. He gets to be in charge. You know, he always has a greater response than the attack. Do you know his last word is always greater than the little words over here? Right? But if, if, you're, if you're submitting to this and resisting this, you're going to really be going around the mountain with a lot of hurt. Right? And it takes, it takes maturity to say, okay, God, you're working this in me. You're working patience in me. Well, you know, if you pray for patience, he's going to give you really annoying things in your life. You know, but it's good for you. Just sit in the midst of that, you know, like, I'm going to explode if I have to, whatever. You know, it's kind of cute. You're <laughs> saying you were saying that we had that one person and they were, it was like, can you get it already? Because we've been on this for half an hour and I'm just, you know, and it's working that patience in you. Because dang it, that was the first description of love. Don't you wish... You know, the first love is patient. Don't you wish the, wish the first one, the love that feels good. Love is the feel good. That would be the first step. No, but it's the patience. Dang it. And, you know, we're good. And the other thing, this is really important. We need to be patient with ourselves. 
you need to give yourself permission, honestly, to kind of struggle a bit and be clueless a bit. And, you know, God is so patient with you and me. Let's be very clear. Um, He's so patient with us. Why? Because it takes us a while to figure out, oh, that's the devil. That's you. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to resist this. I'm going to submit to this. Right? But that's the shortcut. Otherwise, honestly, we get to go around the mountain again. Right? We, we get to go around the mountain again. Thank you, Jesus, because he loves us so much. We don't fail. And it's okay. You know, even if you've had to go around the mountain a lot, can you just give yourself a break and just realize that, honestly, you're just forgive yourself and your cluelessness? Because if you're holding that against yourself, it's going to be really hard to learn something new. If you're beating yourself up, wow, you're trying to learn something new. Right? We'll, we'll get this thing. We'll get this thing. Why? Because he's so dang brilliant that by one way or the other, we're going to get it. We have intrinsic brilliance because we do have the mind of Christ and we will get it. We will have eyes to see. We will have ears to hear. And we will be able to have the grace to cooperate whatever it is that he's doing. And then on the other side, there is glory. Let me tell you, glory is expensive. Glory is expensive. It's all in there, but it's got to be worked out. And that working out, that's the working out part. That's the problem. We have the fullness of the Godhead right in here. Dang it. And he's, he's screaming just like, I'm trying to get out, Catherine, but I can't get past you and your mindsets that are not me. So I'm just going to help you with those mindsets. Help me with the mindsets, Jesus. Help me. Help you. Help us all. Right? Because we are transformed. We are transfigured by the renewing of our mind into his image. And what can his image carry? What kind of glory? You see, you're, we're, we're in such a place of, uh, you know, we've established the foundation and we're moving forward in it, okay? But in that, we're still being transformed. We're still being worked on. He that, like, never leaves us alone. It's like, Jesus, would you leave us alone for a little bit? Just like, can I, can I not be your pet project for just five minutes? Um, but he doesn't. Why? Because he loves us. He knows that, you know, the pain will stop. You know, it's awesome. It's like a workout. It's great when the pain stops and you get all the benefit, right? But you get lasting benefit with this. I'm just trying to encourage you in that. Just trust his largeness. He's so sweeping. Sometimes his handwriting is so huge. You can't see it. God, where are you? It's like, he's so huge. I can't see him. Why? Because he's so huge. And sometimes he's so microscopic and so in the details of it that we miss him. So we got him in the largeness and we got him in the smallness and we got him in everything in between because he knows exactly what he's doing. and He's masterful in your life for bringing out that stuff that needs to be brought out. And, you know, I, I just, I'm just hedonistic enough to want to minimize the pain. So if that means you're just going to have to yield to the pain and push on through, well, let's just do it. Let's do it already because it's painful to wander around the mountain. It's painful to do that. And um, I, I know you guys have felt that. I had a couple other things. Let me see what we're doing for time because I want to honor that. I know you guys have other places you want to be and other voices you want to listen to. You know, it was interesting. When I was uh, kind of p- preparing this message, and I've been like 20% on the message. I'm just, that's what that is. Um, the Lord had, um, this is actually one of my RMR sessions, by the way. This is so cool. Um, a little plug for that. Did you, did you get that little plug right there? Um, and um, I was just having this encounter with the Lord, and I can't even remember what the problem was, but it had excruciating pain. It's 
attached to it. So excruciating pain. And the the Lord was ministering to me. And he showed me his hand. And it was so huge. It was was so weird. It was like one of those, okay, this is kind of psychedelic, Lord. And it was filling up the cosmos. But what was really interesting about it is that he showed me me. Now, you know, big, powerful woman of God, right? You know what I was in this hand? I was a little fetus on his finger. It was so funny. I was like, why is this a fetus, Lord? It was so weird. But it was really sweet. And, and he had me right on his fingertip. It was right on his And I'm like, why, why am I on your fingertip? That's just so weird. He says, because I've imprinted on you my fingerprint from before you were born. And you will carry that your entire existence. And that's not just a word for me. Because you're carrying his fingerprint. And you've been carrying it actually before the foundation of the world. You know, it's interesting because just um, physiologically, um, fingerprints are formed in the womb. And they're formed as the epidermal layer of the skin. That's one of the layers of the skin. And with the dermis underneath it, um, and as the amniotic fluid swirls around, it creates these ridges and patterns that are unique. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Do you know God was behind every swirl of that amniotic fluid with you? But you see, you're carrying his fingerprint. He's got them all, Right? And he wants you to know, because I have that level of minute detail, I have atomic, subatomic detail, but I have that level that's so unique and intimate to you, and I'm so huge for you, and I'm so masterful in my masterfulness, that getting you to walk out the total fulfillment of what that fingerprint was meant to carry, I've got it. I've got it. See, it's all about that dependency. It's all about trusting that he's so huge that he's got it, that he's so intimate that he's got you. He's got you. And yielding into that, and what that uniquely looks to you. You know, it's really interesting being a mom because my kids are so different and they're so amazing and all this stuff. And you're just, you're trying to cooperate, not only for you, you know, like, okay, I can barely handle me. No, I really can't handle me. George, you, Lord, you're going to have to handle me because I'm, whether I got stuff. But, and then you're trying to help your kids and, and a ministry all at once. And everything's changing all the time. And I know you guys can relate because I understand you live life too. And trying to help me and help everyone else walk into fulfilling what that fingerprint, that fingerprint of God in them, uniquely in them. Because understand that fingerprint interfaced with me. So there was something unique about that interface. And there's something unique about the fingerprint of God and you interfacing with you. That's totally breathtaking and powerful. But it's unique and it's uncovering that. And in order to uncover that, man, you're going to have to, you're going to have to conform. And it doesn't look like a religious conforming. 
it looks like a Jesus conforming. And he was constantly blowing out the boxes, right? You know, it's like everybody would be trying to like, who's, by what authority are you doing these things? You know, and he'd be blowing out the boxes all the time. Don't fit there. No, don't fit there. No, don't fit there. You know, you think you got me pegged, but don't fit there either. Because he's too big to fit into a box. And I will say this, you're too big to fit in a box. But he wants to help you uncover you. And you to be totally settled in what that looks like for you. And I just hear him say, don't worry, you're going to get this. Don't worry. You know, we have those kind of sometimes, I don't know about you, and maybe you guys got this all together, so I'll just talk about me. You know, it'll be in the middle of the night, and I'll have this gnawing, like a, I'm messing up, I'm missing it, I'm not going to make it, I'm 50 years old, and, you know, I'm just, whatever that is, and you get this gnawing, whatever, and you're, you just looked at yourself in the mirror, and you looked at yourself as you, whatever you did that was not looking like Jesus that day. And all that kind of, you're so aware, um, and you're looking at all the fruit that hasn't happened, and all that, and you have this gnawing, and I really feel the Lord just wants to speak to the gnawing, you know, and when you're growing up, and you're still trying to figure out who you are, and you don't look like your parents, but you don't really not look like your parents, and you don't, you know, it's, you know, you can't, you can't even figure out, like, from one day to the next what that is, and um, you know, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> the identity crisis happens throughout our lives. It does. And we're constantly being reinvented. Why? Because we're too big for the box. And, he, and it's okay. It's okay because he's got another layer. He's got something else he wants to introduce to you. But in that place of gnawing and wondering if it's going to happen, he wants you to settle back in him because he's really large for you. He says, if I can handle the cosmos, I can handle you. Because actually, you're much more important than the cosmos. I made the cosmos for you. I made it for you. He gives us all things richly to enjoy. And I positioned you in this time. And know you weren't a mistake. And know that family that you think is so weird. Yeah, I put you there too. With your annoying siblings and your dysfunctional whatever. And maybe all the pain that happened, all that, I, I didn't put you there, but that happened. It, stuff happens. And I put you in the season. I put you in with this body of believers. And I put you in those chairs on Sunday service morning or listening to the recording. And I put you there because I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly how. See, you can rely on him. And, and the sooner, honestly, we get a healthy distrust of self. I mean, there, there's things in self we do really do need to desires of our heart. That's really important. You've given your heart to Jesus. You can follow those desires. Okay. But there's a healthy distrust of self because, honestly, we're just not that smart. And if we could have gotten there from here with our own smarts, even with our smart water. I was so amused that I had this this morning. I figured I really needed it. Um, so, because it's not normally the brand I have, but it, whatever. <laughs> um, we would have gotten there from here. And it's okay. It's okay. And I, I know there's people that feel behind time. I, I really get that. I really, I really get that. I get that. Um, but that's okay. Because he's the master of time. He will do it. You know this whole renewing youth like the eagle deal? I think that's necessary. I think that's a necessary requirement because those of us that took a little while longer to kind of get on that journey because we were just in cluelessness longer than maybe the average bear or whatever that was, okay, we're going to need that. And that's okay because it's available to you. 
So I don't care what stage of life you're at, if you're that little fetus on the little finger, and, or, you know, if you're whatever, if you've been in ministry a long time and you still hadn't seen the fullness of what the Lord has spoken to you. And I, I really feel like um, the word he has, I want you to go for the bigger picture. He's upgrading not only who you are, but he's also upgrading the pictures that he's having you go for. And um, if it's impossible, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Because that's what he, if it were possible, then we could just do it. But he's not going to let us off the hook that much, that easily. Because he's too wild about you, being you. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, Father, it's gotten kind of warm. I see a lot of you guys kind of drifting. It's getting too close to lunch. It's okay. I get it. It's totally okay. Um, I want to do one exercise, though, because I felt like the Lord really highlighted it this morning. He always does that. It's a last-minute revelation. <laughs> um, it's actually an exercise that we're going to be doing in this present perfect thing. So if you want more of that, just sign up. It's shameless plugs all around. Shameless. Shameless. I refuse to be shamed in Jesus' name. Okay. But it's called, this is cool, you're going to love this. Standing in the middle of infinity. Isn't that cool? Am I getting some? Ooh, I'm getting some music. Thank you, Chris. Isn't he a blessing? I love our worship team. And you did so amazing today, girl. I want to take you home. She's amazing. Oh, my God. I got to, don't, don't leave without saying hi because I'd like to meet you. So, Father, so I, I brought it so I could do this right because I like the way he So. I want you to just relax a little bit. If you've fallen asleep, just shake yourself up a little bit. We really are going to go. Let's get comfortable. And I just want you to be aware of what's going on around you. I want you to take yourself into kind of like a third-party observer. You know, human beings are really the only creatures that can kind of stand out our, outside ourselves and observe what's going on inside ourselves or just be subject of what's going on around me. What's the atmosphere? The heater's on too much. I don't know what's going on. Just start to observe that. And as you're observing that, I want you to start to focus in your mind's eye out from you expanse around you. So you're sitting there in your chair. Start to observe. Let the Lord take you to the expanse of the universe around you. So we're expanding outside the building, outside the person next to you that may or may not have had deodorant failure, whatever that is. We're expanding out the building. We're expanding into the clouds. We're expanding, and we're into the cosmos, and we're into space. There's stars, and we're going further because there's galaxies. Just let him expand you. Everybody's going to expand you, whatever that looks like. 
And I just hear the Lord saying, I'm there. I'm here. I'm here. Thank you, Jesus. It's huge. It's expansive. It's so huge, it's got to expand. Why? Because his creation has to continually expand because he's infinite. So it's trying to catch up. I want you to zoom right back into your seat. We're almost done, buddy. I'm going to zoom right back into your seat. And now I want you to ex- focus on minuteness. Just go in to the atomic level of you, of your seat. Just allow the Lord to take you with the infinite expanse the subatomic particles and they're vibrating and they're doing their thing they're responding to his voice see those cancer cells responded to the voice of the creator of John to line up properly and there's infinite minuteness there's peace there He upholds all things by the word of his power. And just allow yourself now to kind of zone in and out a little bit. You got the expanse. You got the minuteness. It's like God is feeling all in all, all in all, all in all. And I'm right sitting there in between the two. of the expanse of the universe and the expanse of the subatomic particles. You're there, and he's there. And he's saying, where are your problems? Where is that burden that you came in with? Because I'm way too huge for your problem, and I'm way too infinitely, minutely involved with the infrastructure of the universe. you like you're the only thing he ever created.
for peace. I thank you, Papa. You're going to take everyone where they need to go. You're going to lead them and guide them. And they're just going to know because they know you. They know it's going to be okay. It's going to be more than okay. It's going to be good. Really good. Because it's all about my goodness and my goodness to you. Thank you, Papa, for breathing on your people, for loving on your people, for tending to your people. I thank you for infusing your goodness, infusing your love, infusing your strength, infusing your wisdom, infusing your revelation, infusing everything they need right now for the coming week and as they go ahead. are calling and I gotta warm up my car I gotta roast in the oven I don't know what your deal is so you're free to go I'm just gonna bless you we'll have encounter ministries um, at the front to pray for you for your needs let me see who we have here it's uh, Deb and Chris are gonna be praying um, so I just bless you have an amazing week be filled. Allow yourself to go to this place throughout the week, like when you're feeling under stuff. He wants to be that for you. It's a way to get hooked up and dependent on him. So, Papa, I just bless your people. Coming in, going out, in the city, in the field, in the traffic, in the Walmart, wherever they go, in their homes. Father, they're blessed, 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 blessed. Blessed in Jesus' name. See you next week. Thank you.